is the real bad news cast. We all go a little mad sometimes. Bates Motel, but not the uh, AMC TV series. No, 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 no. The 1987 uh, made-for-TV movie that was well created to basically be a pilot for a television series, but it never took off. Most people, they don't go around seeing stuff that's not there. One more time. What are you doing here? One last time. See, what happened was Psycho 3 came out and it was a bomb at the box office. So Universal was like, hmm, how can we continue this franchise? I know, TV. So uh, I believe uh, NBC uh, aired Base Motel in which um, wow, in which uh, it decanonizes Psycho 2 and 3. It takes place after Psycho. So we get an intro where we see uh, Norman Bates, or at least uh, Anthony Perkins' uh, stunt double, an actor who has been in um, all the sequels, uh, play Norman Bates. And, we get, and uh, yeah, then they decide to kill off Norman Bates and introduce a new character. But before we get in all that, we should do the the non-spoiler recommendation stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we'll start off with uh, Lots. What did you think of Bates Motel 87? And should other people have to stuff... I <coughs> enjoy this. I mean, um, or, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well... When it comes to obscure media, it's either obscure because it got lost in the shuffle, or it was obscure because it was complete crap. Now, I, for whatever reason, am somewhat more optimistic, and I'm not really sure why, and I often like to think, well, you know, it's obscure, and you know, people just didn't get it, people were too busy watching something popular or something along those lines, and that's why it did not gain popularity. Now... Bates Motel from 1987. Um, it's one of those little bits of media that definitely deserves its obscure. Now, from what Rage just said, you know it's probably going to be bad. I mean, there's a chance it might have been good, but when you hear, oh, the main character of the entire franchise, he dies, and he's replaced with somebody new, you know it's going to be bad after that. And, as you would expect, it is. Uh, this particular <clears throat> bit of media is in many instances a lot like Highlander 2. You see, Highlander 2 had you know, very little to do with Highlander 1, and it introduced a lot of elements that no one likes, such as Zeist. Well, we don't have, you know, Anthony Perkins as, like, an alien or something like that. 
But what we do have is a lot of very non cycle things, and the overall film just feels a lot like... It feels like pretty much what you'd expect from a cheap cash-in. You know, it's like, you know, we got the psycho name. Let's go ahead and use it. And they went ahead and, and what they got was, well, a low-budget, low-rent, uh, sort of Twilight zone thing that, well, it's forgotten for a very good reason in that it is... It feels as cheap as it looks. So my recommendation? Um, no, it's obscure for a reason. Don't get, don't click on it. Don't, don't watch it. It's, it's a you will literally feel yourself dying as you watch yet more Chaser. Wolfman. Um, would I recommend this movie? No, fuck no. Uh, and the reason why is because this was seriously a total god-awful piece of fucking shit. Um, the best way that I can totally put this thing is just, like Lot said, there's a reason why you have never, ever heard of this. Uh, full disclosure here, I have seen, I, I, I saw this whole thing already. Like, I, I, I saw it from start to finish. And it was like Creepshow 3 where it was so bad that I had to finish it, like, just get closure on the subject. And then... Um, when I went to watch it a second time for this little review, I still remembered it, uh, but I got about halfway through before I just turned it off and walked away. <laughs> it was that bad. Yeah. Um, so, I, I guess it's my turn for this. Hmm. Well, you know what? I, I want to say one more thing. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what the producers of this um, supposed TV pilot got out of this, but it should have been three to five. Hmm. So. Sounds about right. Um, now I have two, two thoughts on this. On one hand, um, Psycho in a legacy. This does not honor it at all. On the other hand, um, if you're fascinated by bad TV pilots and you just want to see how much studio heads can just twist and turn and add in so many elements, this, this felt like three or four different like things, none that were really psycho, jammed into one thing. And on that note, it was kind of fascinating and it was also sort of fascinating to see actors who haven't hit their stride yet in this like Lori Petty and uh, Jason Bateman and some of it was so bad it was funny so if you're if you're on that level you might get some enjoyment out of it but is something that has the name Bates Motel and Psycho oh my lord today uh, we just have to get into like God. Now, sorry, would I recommend it? Um, only if you like to torture yourself with bad movies, then sure, sure, and bring lots of booze. Um, no, bad is not a big enough word to describe this movie. I don't know. I think I think I think all psycho fans almost should watch this just to see how far south something can actually go. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? It's like. 
wow. It's like you almost have to see it to believe it. You know, you know. Like the only appeal of seeing this movie is just, oh hey, look, it's Tank Girl. <laughs> or just to be like, I don't know. Or just to be like, wow, like really, like like. It, no matter how much we just go in to describe this, I'd have to say you should watch it because it's kind of unbelievable of how schlocky and bad they took three movies, because if we're going chronological release order, this was released after Psycho 3. So, it's just like, oh my god, like who thought it was a good idea to, I don't know, I just don't know how they thought it was a good idea to try to adapt this to a TV series, but they tried. Anyways. There, there, was, there, there was no trying to this. So yeah, now we're we're going to spoilers. Before we go into spoilers, I forgot to you know, I forgot to give a plot synopsis of this, but ugh, does it really matter? <laughs> no. Okay, so let's just go into to spoilers. Actually, I'm going to go into a little bit of trivia. NB, NBC actually used to air this every year on 4th of July. <laughs> yeah, well TNT plays um uh, a Christmas story every December. Well, it's kind of funny, though, because on the 4th of July, for the people who aren't out celebrating fireworks or having barbecues, <laughs> you can stay home. And, and if you don't have cable or anything, you can watch Base Motel oh, on That's a good NBC. way to get people the fuck out of the house. <laughs> uh, so, the movie opens up with uh, a uh, news reporter who's giving a quite hammy performance. On Norman Bates being finally captured. Hammy ate the whole fucking pig. There are people who, who like it when I'm surly and I'm grumpy, but the thing is, is like I don't like to act grumpy. I try to be like a positive and chill, cool guy. This movie was so bad, and if you really want someone to like like hear me trash a movie, this is your golden opportunity. <laughs> Well, <laughs> go for it. No, 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 no. You keep going. Um. So then, uh, so then, yeah. Norman is sent to the asylum, and <laughs> we're introduced to uh, our new lead, our new lead character, um, Alex West. Alex, played by Bud Court. Um. Only when okay, so we're introduced to him as a little boy by uh, the hologram doctor from Voyager, <laughs> uh, Doctor Goodman, played by Robert uh, Picardo. Another early role, though. <laughs> Mr. Goodbar to the front desk. <laughs> Looking for Mr. Goodbar. So they give him a hairpiece because you know this is when the kid is little, and okay, they're giving descriptions of the kid like. What was it? He killed his stepfather or something? Father. Right. <laughs> and then we get some exposition that made me laugh out loud at how absurd it was. He's holding a bird in his hands. And then there's this like, oh yeah, that's his pet bird. He, uh, he went and uh, unburied it and stuffed it. Like, what? What? <laughs> Why does he still have it? Okay. So, so Dr. Goodbar is a uh, <laughs> is t- 
talking to the kid, and he's like, hmm, you need a positive uh, father figure. You should meet our other patient. Uh, he likes stuffing things, too. Norman Bates. <laughs> now, keep in mind, Psycho 2 and 3 ain't canon. So, this is full mother... <laughs> No, but Nora <laughs> Anthony Perkins is. <laughs> uh, oh, we'll, we'll get to Perkins' uh, thought thoughts on this little film too, later. So, <laughs> so we then get like a. We don't really get a montage till later, but basically later, like Norman Bates croaks. Because I guess uh, Norman Bates' stunt double was like, I don't know why I think it was this show. <laughs> so, uh, um, which I should probably give the name of, oh, uh, Kurt Paul is, uh, plays Norman Bates. He uh, also plays the psycho killer at the beginning of Psycho 4, but we'll get to that when we get to Psycho 4. So, uh, so. So yeah, Norman Bates is dead, and uh, Alex, they show, oh, this is years later, by the way, Alex is all grown up, and he's looking at a montage of pictures on the wall of him and Norman. Another thing that I honestly burst out laughing at, because it was so absurd, they're like, holding, like, like peace signs of some kind of peace protest, and they're together with the Thanksgiving dinner, and it's just <laughs> like, so... like, they went to fucking Woodstock together or something, oh, you know? Oh god. It was, I'm like, it was glorious. I'm sorry. It was glorious. Didn't know the wrong way. Well, Alex, this is called the Blue Oyster Cult. I went a little mad too. Okay. okay. One of the things is when when you see these <coughs> elements, it honestly seems like it's a joke, and then you realize they're t- taking it seriously, and that's when you that's when it hits you. This is. 1987, I believe, right? It's like after you watch this movie, you're like, wait, why couldn't I got a movie of that? Of Norman and this young Alex going on adventures, apparently. I know, but here, here's the funny this thing. This is 1987, it. yeah. <sighs> okay, do you realize how much coke had to be ingested <laughs> to make to have any of that make any sense at all? <laughs> I don't know. Probably about as much coke as they were on when they wrote this fucking thing. Right. I mean, my God. I mean, like, you know, I Norman, Norman Bates kills people. A lot of people. And yet, he's just, you know, you, you can almost hear the happy happy song in the background, you know? I know. At least in Psycho 2, he was being rehabilitated for like over 22 years before he got released. So <laughs> we're just waiting for like that 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 campy bluesgrass song to be playing in the background, you know, while they were going over those pictures. Yeah. So, so apparently, you know, so far, um, we're led to believe that at the end of Psycho, Norman just kind of flushed that mother personality right out of him, and he decided to become a father figure to this young Alex, so he wouldn't become a crazy guy like him. I guess. So then we're at a funeral. And, you know, because, well, you know, obviously, I don't know why I said that. Like, <laughs> like it's... <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm going to uh, delete that part. So we're at a funeral. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. We're at a funeral and uh, Alex her, giving her, her a... Voice is down a bit. Okay, so... We're at a funeral and 
Alex is giving a eulogy about Norman Bates, saying how he was such a best friend to him, and like, I didn't even know he was a serial killer. I don't know, he still had a good heart. That's not the exact line, but it was like, what, what, what the fuck? Sorry. So, he gets Normie's ashes, which he will talk to a few times. Good. And then, so we get a speech by uh, Dr. Goodbar. Unlike Alex, you know, uh, this and that, you can get out of the asylum. And he's like, where will I go? And, you know, he gives him a pep speech. A pep speech? A pep talk. Unlike how, you know, like life should be good. He should go do stuff. Yada, yada, yada. And then comes uh, the will reading. And so he inherits Norman Bates's motel. Which, because I don't, they would just let him do that. I mean, right. of course. I don't. The even, state has to seize the property. Take logic and uh, throw it out the window. It's like in part two, you could kind of suspend that disbelief, but this, on the other hand, you, you, it's just like, it's almost like you're hearing someone describe a car accident, and <laughs> they're describing it in a way that just makes you go, "That makes no sense." So. Okay, Alex, oh, okay. She don't lie. Cocaine. <laughs> so then Alex is released, and he takes like a bunch of buses to get to his location. He runs into some hobos. Uh, some hobo thinks that Norman Bates' ashes is an alcoholic beverage. And Alex is like, that's not Saki, that's Norman. Ha uh-huh, ha, humor. Ha 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 ha. She don't lie. Cocaine. So then he arrives at the uh, the Bates Motel, which is all, like, you know, a little bit dilapidated, but not much. Even though it's been, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's only been 20 years, and the house has only managed to yeah. kind of be. So he he arrives, and he, uh, he talks with Norman, and he's like, Oh, Norman, we'll make this work out. And they play somber music. Because, you know... <laughs> You know, he was just, he was the kindest serial killer there ever was. I mean, come on, can you stay mad at him? Or Alex, even though he killed his stepfather. So, <sighs> well, then we're introduced to uh, somebody that's been living in the the, the house, which is uh, Willie, played by Lori Petty. One of her first roles when she was just getting down her the whiny character. She kind of plays in other movies. Yeah, this is before a league of their own people. Uh-huh. Personally, I thought she was the the best character in the movie. I know she gets annoying. I know she gets grating. But compared to the other characters, I don't know. She's the only character that had any type of spunk. Hey, uh, she she was always good in Tank Girl. And she's actually a decent actress. She just didn't have anything really much to work with (laughs) in this one. I'll always remember her from Free Willy. That's probably going to be the only highlight of this movie is talking about cool shit that Lori Petty has done. (laughs) Okay, so... Well, you can't forget about Henry. Oh, yes, I almost forgot, yes. Oh, he knew Norman Bates. He used to play catch with him, even though he's about the same age as Norman Bates. The way they give the speech off, he acts like he was working due maintenance for them. Which also reminds me of the story he told about Norman's mother and stuff, but we'll get to that a little later, I guess. Uh, you know, Henry, Moses Gunn was cool. You know? <laughs> yeah, he was a good I character, mean, too. He was barely in it. 
I mean, he tried, you know, he tried, Moses Gunn was in um, Amityville Horror 2, he was a detective, but, like, what I remember him best for was, he, Moses Gunn was in a lot of good stuff, but I remember him best for that Tales from the Crypt, when he was that cheap bastard who ran the funeral home. Oh, that was him. That's a classic episode. That was um, uh, Uncle Ezra, when he, damn nuisance. Yes, that's that's a classic episode. Um, you get out of here with that goddamn organ. <laughs> you don't say the Lord's name in vain. You sold my shoes? It's not like you were going to get any good use out of them anyway, boy. Uh, <laughs> threw him down the stairs. Oh, and also Greg Henry is also in the movie. He played uh, Tom Fuller, the bank guy, right? The loan person. Oh, no. Oh. We'll get into the bank guy once you bring it up, because I got some words about that. Because that, after uh, after everything came out with the bank guy, that that's when I turned the movie off and walked away. And he he's a great actor. He's worked with uh, De Palma on like multiple projects, like everything. He's been in like every De Palma film from uh, um, Carrie to Well, he was in Scarface. Scarface. Yeah, like the Mall. Right. Payback. He was in um, what was that one movie? That's the only plus of this watching this Drek is seeing like all these actors in early roles before they became. He was in Guardians popular. of the Galaxy. Right. Yeah. He was the grandpa. Yeah, he was the grandfather. Yeah. You know what? Actually, it's really funny because I don't remember who it was, but someone brought up the Raising Kane movie, and I remember Greg Henry was in Raising Kane. Yeah, I I told him I told him about the uh, that director's cut thing. No, but it was during like Psycho two or three where we where someone brought up that that, that this was like Raising Cain, one of those movies, and then it's just not kind of ironic that you know you're t- not really thinking about it. Someone someone brought up Raising Cain, and now there was um, actually a really prominent actor who was in that fucking movie too. Right. No, I did. I brought up uh, Night of the Creeps to him because he didn't know Slither uh, paid homage to that. Yeah. Anyways, we got to get back to this. Uh, so, <clears throat> so I might be skipping stuff in the, the plot synopsis, but uh, whatever. So he he talks to her, and and uh, I think it's not the time when he gives us when he tells her like I don't want you uh, working or help me out, and she gets mad and leaves or whatever. Oh, yeah, she, he told her to kick rocks. Yeah, and then he goes to the bank, and that's when he meets uh, Tom Fuller. And he yeah. refused to give him to, to a loan, and, and so forth. Wow. I don't know why, but talking about this plot synopsis, it's like drained the life out of me. It's like, ugh. <laughs> it's like, I already watched. I'm just going to get to it. Um, the, the, the point when I quit this fucking movie was the point when, um, they started to do the whole thing about how the house is haunted by Mrs. Bates. Yeah. Yeah. And he starts seeing, <clears throat> yeah, let's get to that, man. He's, yeah. We start seeing uh, visions of like, but the house is haunted by Mrs. Bates. And then it's just, it, it turns out that it's a goddamn bank manager pulling all this shit off just to scare him off the land. I mean, 
You know, the only thing that would have redeemed the the movie at this point was to have the fucking mystery machine pull up at the Bates Motel. And she killed, she supposedly killed her husband? Oh, and why is both of their bodies buried there? What the hell? Well, I, I, I don't think viewers would understand who she and who they, their bodies. Sorry, Norma and her husband. Well, what yeah, are... that, that, that was a whole notion. But you see that right there? That's another good point. Norma and her husband. You know, this will bleed into Psycho 4. This this whole fucking business with the the bank manager, this ain't Scooby-Doo, motherfucker. Like, really? That that, that was just the stupidest goddamn thing I ever saw. And then it tried to answer questions with, like, canon logic here, saying that Norma killed the husband this way and that their bodies are buried on the land and all this shit. Wait, wait, wait. We're forgetting an important thing, though. Okay, what? at the end of Psycho 1, Norma's body was discovered. So why would they bury the skeleton there? I mean, even Psycho 2, that it was in a graveyard, right? retcon it. How the fuck do you retcon that? We saw the movie. You know, we all saw Psycho. Yeah, but that's the whole point. <sighs> it's just... You, you, you know what it is? It's like... That stupid ass in, in Jason Goes to Hell when he's like, oh, I'm a big fan of the movie. I can't wait to make a great movie out of this. And then they can't even fucking spell Jason Voorhees' last name right in the mailbox. What was the what was the husband's name? Because he had the ring on with like his initials or whatever. I don't remember. Anyways. <laughs> but it's just like, I, I had seen this movie before, and I still have words about the ending. But as soon as that whole thing came up, where it was like, the, 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 it, it's almost like they, they're, they're going to fucking take the mask off. It's old man Fuller, you know? Yeah, but you forgot something else that happens in this. Yeah, and then he has to help them fix the motel or he's going to go to jail. No, no, you forgot. You forgot when things go um, south. Actually, you know, before before we get to that, let's not no, forget. You know what, Rage, man? Seriously, this movie fucking went south from Jump Street. Like, like as soon as you, the credits were over, this movie was done. Well, don't forget when uh, when Mrs. We'll Bates, when, Norm, when Norma Bates is found, electricity, ghost electricity, I guess, shocks the person driving the, uh, yeah. Yeah, because that makes sense. But, uh, no, the big thing of this movie... When when this becomes something completely different, nothing about yeah, as, as psycho soon as at all. Got done, it, it, it became something completely different, and oh my god! So I, like, like I said, I, I remember bits and pieces, so I'm not gonna comment so, a whole lot. Yeah, except the laugh at stuff that you list off. So most, you know, go ahead. So it becomes so. What you think is gonna become a mystery of Norma Bates and her husband and stuff and ghosts. Then, Base Motel 87 becomes a completely different, well, I'll call it a movie. I know it's a TV pilot, but it's now and a half long, and plus it never took off. So, um, so in this movie, they get the motel fixed, and they're worried about getting the first guest because um, cause Alex does get the loan. He gets it for like, you know, how much was it? I think he... The first half he owned with ten thousand or something. Um, so they're waiting for the first guest. Nobody's showing, which I have to comment on that. You know what? Maybe you're not getting any any guests because 
it's still called Bates Motel. I'm just saying, maybe you you might want to rename it if you're gonna you're rebranding it anyways. I'm just saying. So yeah, the secret's out. I mean, at least something that says something like you know Bates Motel now with twenty percent less stabbings. At least the the Friday Thirteenth series was actually smart enough. Where after part four, the final chapter, and they made part six, Jason Lives, they renamed it Camp Forest Green because they don't want people to think of Crystal Lake. At least that movie was intelligent enough to do that. But this, they just gotta call it Base Motel, brand recognition. So we get our first guest. Just, she's like a um, an aerobics teacher, I believe. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she, she checks in and... Um, I forgot. Oh, she said she wants peace and quiet, I guess, to... What the hell did she tell Alex? She wanted to become a writer or something? I don't know. She need Anyway, so... So it turns out she wants to fucking kill herself because she's like... She's had a bunch of failed marriages and she hasn't had children and everything sucks. And she got old. Yeah, she's apparently old, even though she's like in her thirties, I think, maybe forty. Yeah, but, I don't know. But yeah, the whole idea is is that she's old and her and she hasn't done shit with her yeah. life. So yeah, why not go here? You know. Yeah, that'll so gr- that's what I, real fu- that'll that's, look real fucking good on the Yelp review. You know. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <sighs> oh man, somebody that'd be hilarious if somebody made like a fan series of this and just kept the comedy up. But anyways, back. <laughs> This. So she's in the tub when this girl comes in and she's like, Oh, sorry, I guess I had the wrong room, and convinces her to put her clothes on. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and they go out, and there's this party going on. It's all 50s styled. Um, she was it, like, Hey, instead of killing yourself, come dance with me. Yeah. Well, that's when she meets uh, Jason Bateman, you know, from. Yeah, Such totally. hits. Is Teen Wolf too? No, he's been in so much other stuff. So, meanwhile, this is going on. Alex is serving them punch. They're all drinking punch, and he has to go get the sandwiches. You know, so they're eating sandwiches, which I'll bring up why that's important very soon. Yes, so, because the sandwich of death is the uh, most important aspect of this show. <laughs> so, uh. She's talking to Tony and blah blah blah, and then uh, and then she's like, "Oh, you're too young for me. You're like a you're you're like a high school student." She's like, "Look at me. I have I have lines on my face, even though she's not that old." <laughs> but like, uh, so then uh, so then she scares off Tony and she's like, oh, "I'm sorry." And then I don't know, blah 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 blah, and then she goes back okay, to okay, hold on. okay. I'm gonna let you finish, but if it sounds like this move, this movie is like really boring, dull, and pedantic, and it goes on forever, it's only because it does. I mean, that's one of the things that's that's particularly bad about this show. It's like, okay, if it was bad, comes in a variety of flavors. Uh, Sometimes bad can be very entertaining, you know. This is the kind of bad where it's like. It's been on for 15 minutes, but it feels like it's been on for about two hours. Yeah, because nothing happens. They treated this... And you know what it wound up being? At the end of the day, this whole fucking thing was just a bad Twilight Zone episode. 
So then she goes she goes back to her room. Right. So then she goes back to her room and then she's like, you know what? Fuck this fifties party. I'm fuck my life. I'm gonna like kill myself. Because you know what? I'm going to do it in this room because at least someone else can clean up the mess. So then she's about to slice her wrist open and then, then all of a sudden the girl appears behind her. How did you get in? I locked the door. Bruce. And then she's like, that's because I'm a ghost. Okay, she doesn't say it that way. But, <laughs> and, then, and then she's like, um, and then she's like, I'm here because I committed suicide. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So then she opens up the windows, and they're all there in their 50s cars. And then it turns out that the Bates Motel is, like, magical. It turns out that maybe we need to call the Ghostbusters, because apparently the Bates Motel is like the apartment in Ghostbusters 1, where it's like some kind of a tenant magnet to paranormal activity, because all these people are ghosts from across the United States. And only the U.S., apparently. So they all... So then we're introduced to all these people who who were born well before the fifties, right? Then they died about the fifties or sixties because they killed themselves. Uh, including Jason Bateman. And then they all drive Jason Bateman. <laughs> and then they all did drive off to uh the afterlife. Or or the next haunted motel to save <laughs> suicidal people. Come oh. on, fucking pack it up already. We gotta be in five hotels in three days. <laughs> you know, because... Uh... But you know what I picked up, though, is is that the, the, the teenage girl, it wasn't just some random person trying to save her life. It was like a fucking a, a younger version of her from a, like a parallel universe. <laughs> some shit like that. Now you're just giving it too much credit, like that. No, that's exactly the impression that I got. Is that this was some stupid ass fucking god awful Twilight Zone wannabe thing, and it was just it was terrible. I, I I mean, like really, why would you do this? How could you take a perfectly established thing like this, and oh well, the second and the third one didn't happen, but we're gonna do shit that's gonna make you think about it, you know? And then like fucking the first half of it is a bad Scooby Doo thing. And then the third half of it is a bad Twilight Zone thing. And how do you fuck that up? Like, this wasn't even, like... Like, the worst Tales from the Crypt episode was, was like, a fucking Oscar-worthy episode compared to this. Right. They get in the car, and then they drive off. And then, yeah, I'm Barbara. I'm gonna go live my life to the fullest now. Because fucking Ghost told me to do it. Like, and that... I mean, and all this is why I'm saying, like... I'm telling you, I'm going to tell people to watch it because it's so absurdly crap. <laughs> but it, yeah, but, it, but it takes forever to do anything in this show. That's why. Remember, it's, sorry, but do you remember the last part of it? And this is going to be my final word on the matter. Do you remember what happened at the very end when Alex looks at the camera? Oh, when he says it like check in anytime. Yeah, if you ever need a room, come on by. I can't say what you're going to find, but it. You know, it sure makes the world go around. Right. I didn't know that a big steaming pile of monkey shit like this would make the world go around. <laughs> this move, this this movie has such a skewed way on looking at mass murderers and suicide prevention. It didn't even have potential to be good. Like you couldn't even go at it and say, "Well, maybe if they kind of went down this route, it could have been better," and, or. You know what, maybe if they had a better sound editor, or maybe the director knew what the fuck he was doing, you, you can't even do that. 
this was bad on all fucking counts. I'm like, mm-hmm. th- th- this this thing was so bad that this technically should have killed careers. And it's a fucking miracle that these wonderful actors that were in this, because the actors were really good, and not for nothing, they didn't have anything good to work with. So they, they're the ones that tried, you know? But it, it's amazing that these people managed to make it out of this movie with their careers intact and go on to make shit like Free Willy and, and The League of Their Own. And, and fucking, right. You, oh, you're, you know what I mean? It's you're... Just, you are right about wait let's step back a few steps you are right because uh, i guess i missed it but yeah barbara's real name is sally and that teenage girl was a younger self from an alternate dimension so what i just pulled that out of my ass which is pretty much what the writers of this movie did from alternate dimension who took her own life and is now trapped in the other side along with tony and the other teens who also commit suicide okay oh god yeah i missed the part where barbara's real name was Sally, apparently. Yeah, you probably had a blackout and fell and hit your fucking head on something. I was probably asking myself, where's Lori Petty? I'd rather put up with her being annoying and whiny, because she's the only one that has life in this thing. Which, yeah, like, Alex is like, yeah, I don't need you, leave. And then, like, she makes him meatloaf later on because she wants to be a cook. And he's like, it's okay. And she gets upset and has a breakdown because that's what her characters do. <laughs> only it's more grating because she hasn't perfected her whiny character yet. <laughs> Just, ugh. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then, um, hmm, yeah, you're right, and then we get to the, uh, the main plot, which happens quick, because, uh, that suicide part goes on forever, it's like, come on, lady, just, <laughs> just do it, that was horrible, so, just do it, just slice it, oh, no. say and, what, and you know what, I hate to make light of that stuff, because that, that's, like, a really short subject for me, but, but this, this thing handles movie. it so assy, you can't help but make fun of it. Well, no, it's just, I, I, I hate to joke about it, but at this point in the movie, you're just sitting there like, you know what, just fucking do it so we can see the credits. <laughs> like, put yourself out of our misery, please. Uh, so, um... You know, and I apologize for making light for that, because it's like, I, 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 I hate doing that sort of stuff. But it's just like, if, you, if you're a fan of film, and I, I, I've seen some bad movies in my day, I've seen some bad TV adaptions in my day, it's just, it was this bad. And it's something that you, once again, like, you guys, like, you listeners, you have, like, the option to, like, get up and walk away. Our, you know, and our job is to present it to you and give you the full thing. So we kind of don't have a choice but to sit and watch it. So it's like, I, I couldn't even do that. I, as soon as the bank thing was done, I literally got up and I walked away. So let's address that, because that happens rather quick like that's the last couple minutes of the thing so uh, alex okay throughout the thing alex is, sees uh some ghost stuff like he sees um um father bates <laughs> father bates <laughs> i forgot his, his, i forgot what his <laughs> first name was i'm sorry he's like he's like, <laughs> he's, he's like he's like he's like laying uh Anyway, he has a he's laying a, below the sign with the knife sticking out. He runs out. There's nothing there. He sees someone in the window. So then, uh, at the very end of the thing, we see a ghoulish skull-looking Miss Bates coming after him. And then uh, it turns out, um, God, oh my God, why is the ending such a blur? How's he? Oh, <sighs> he's about to attack him. Oh my, now I'm confused. How did he get unmasked? Someone was there to unmask him, right? 
It wasn't Lori Petty yet, was it? Because she comes and scares him first. I honestly don't remember. I was hoping you would remember more of the details of this uh, that film because it's just so bad. Man, I forgot. Like he yeah, showed that's your that's your brain attempting to save itself. Oh my god! Yeah, all I know is like he's about to attack him, and then uh, what the hell? He gets demasked. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh my god, I forgot. Um, keep discussing the film amongst yourselves. I shall return. <laughs> um, Moses. Uh, the Henry Watson character is with Alex at the end, and so when um, when Tom Fuller dressed as Mrs. Bates attacks him, Henry jumps in, demasks him, and then uh, Laurie Petty, Laurie Petty's character, um, whatever the hell her character's name was, because uh, which was a uh, Willie, shows up and scares him. And then she takes off the rubber mask and she records and like, I got a confession so they can blackmail him and get cheaper payments for the motel. That's what happened. <sighs> Which I should point out, um, where they got that costume from? Is there a party city by this area? Because they both have similar costumes. She does do a bit of it. And she does do a bit of detective work to figure this out, but it's like, you got the same costume. What the hell? Anyways, so then, so then, yeah, at the end that you get that speech that you gave earlier, when he's like, stop at any time, blah, 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 world goes round, and that, that's it. There's other stuff that happens, like, they fix up the motel, and they add the fountain and stuff, but, blah. <laughs> no, it, it, all around, it was just a clusterfuck. It, it, it was a total mess from start to finish. It had no idea where it was going. The music was stupid. The acting... They had nothing to work with, so I can't blame them. <laughs> it was, uh, it was... The story was completely nonsensical. It seemed like they went and they cherry-picked the worst elements of so many franchises into compiling that's, together. That's the thing. This, this is something else wearing the hollowed-out husk of the Psycho brand. Yeah, but you could do so much with it. You could do so much with the Psycho franchise. I know. This is what they did. They tried making it so that the hotel is is a gateway to another dimension. You know, they could, they could have had garbage into our dimension. They could have had copycat killers, or or maybe they could have ran with the ghost thing. I don't know. Only make it scary, not suicide prevention PSA stuff. Because yeah, it was like with water. Now I'm sad. It was like they were trying to make it make this like a family show. Ugh. Yeah, I think that's exactly what they were trying to do. Of course, they did that to RoboCop as well, but at least, at least they kept that more pure compared to this. Yeah, bad language makes for bad feelings. Uh, so, yeah, I can't wait to sit little Johnny down in front of the TV and let him watch a fucking movie about a goddamn house which houses a corpse that talks to him, and there's a, 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 a zombies and ghosts and shit that live in the motel. I cannot wait for my son to watch this. You know, it's just. Ugh. Or befriending a, a mass murderer. Ah, Norman. Timmy. We'll make it work out. So, um, one last, one, one last thing I'll bring up is, uh, you can actually find the footage from the con, but Anthony Perkins did watch, uh, Bates Motel 
Did I see the, the, the TV psycho, you know, the baseball child? Uh, with one court, yeah, and, and what did I think of it? Well, I, I, I had to watch it. You know, people say, you're not going to see that, are you? I mean, we've seen the, the trailers and it doesn't. I said, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to sit down and go, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch every minute of it, and I don't want anybody, I don't want to take any phone calls from people saying, you know, oh, don't you think it's great, or don't you think it's awful? I said, I just want to see this thing. And, you know, this will probably be uh, my only opportunity. It's a TV show. It's not going to be something I can go down in the neighborhoods and see. Probably won't be even able to rent it. They don't rent that thing out, do they? That's good. Uh, <laughs> So I watched it. I watched every minute of it. I thought it was just terrible. I thought it was the desperation of the of the base talent. I just got to be He said that uh, Bud Court called him for advice, and he said just do push-ups or, you know, just to get abs. That was, that's all the yeah. advice he gave him. <laughs> yeah, hi. I'm doing this really intense scene. How do you get your stomach muscles to tighten like that? No, that's all the advice he gave him. He's like, can you maybe help me out on this role? That's all he said. <laughs> There's nothing else to say. Uh. Bye, 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 bye.